have your Bibles this morning, we're going to look in the book of Luke, chapter number 2, beginning a series of messages about vision as we come into this month, Luke chapter number 2, and I want to begin reading in the 41st verse of this chapter, Luke chapter 2 and verse number 41. I'll ask you to stand to your feet as we reverence the reading of God's precious word. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey. And they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And they found him, and when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that you sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Just for a few moments this morning, I feel like the Lord would have us think on this thought. Don't lose sight of Jesus. Challenge to our hearts. Father, would you help us this morning as we stand to preach the word of God? Would you cleanse us of sin, empty us of self, fill us with your spirit, give us a touch spiritually, help us physically, help us emotionally. Lord, I ask this morning, Father, that you touch this church in every aspect of the ministry. God, move upon us this day. Help us that we might see Jesus. And for this we pray in Christ's name. And all God's people say, Amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. Many years ago, there was a mother who went from antique shop to antique shop doing some shopping. And she came across a little figurine, a statuette of the Lord Jesus Christ. She asked how much it was. She purchased it. It didn't cost her much. She brought it home, placed it upon her mantle. Her little girl saw it and she loved that statue. That, and every day she would get it down and she would play with it and have fun with it. And one day in the spring while she was away at school, the mother had had spring cleaning and had relocated the little figurine and the little girl came home from school and she sought the statuette but it was not in its normal place and she came running after looking for it and she said, Mommy, Mommy, we've lost sight of Jesus. Where is he at? Now that's a good question to be honest with you because if you're not careful, you'll lose sight, you'll lose acknowledgement, you'll lose contact with Jesus and you may very well do it this day. Now when I look in the text, we see about four things. 
Number one, we see the assertion they started. Mary and Joseph were determined that as for them and their house, they would serve God. The Bible would tell us that uh, they would travel from their home in Nazareth and they would walk 91 and a half miles after Jesus was eight days old to have him circumcised and to name him. And then when Jesus was 40 days old, they walked 91 and a half miles to the house of God and they presented the Lord Jesus Christ unto God and made the proper sacrifice of two turtle doves. And the Bible says right here in verse 41 that his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. So they would travel on foot 91 and a half miles and they would go to worship God and observe the feast of the Passover which would last longer than the Passover itself for a full week. May I say this morning, what a blessing for the husband and the wife to be able to go to the house of God together in company and in companionship. What a blessing that they could take Jesus with them when they went to worship. When you came today, did you bring Jesus with you? Well, preacher Darren, I just knew he'd be here. Honey, if you're saved, you ought to be bringing him with you. Amen. Into the house of God. I don't know how far you drove to get here. I drove 30 minutes. Maybe you drove three minutes. They went 91 and a half miles by foot to the house of God. May I say that God gave you a child and he intends on you bringing that child to the house of God and teaching them about Jesus Christ. What about that? God entrusted Mary and Joseph with his son to bring him to the house of God. And God has entrusted you and I with children and our job is to bring them to the house of God to teach them about the Lord. Now, we see Jesus when he was about two years of age, the wise men came to worship and presented gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And between this passage where he's 12 years of age until he's 30, this is all we know about Jesus' silent years. And we see the assertion they started. They are going to serve God. Thank God for it. Number two, we see the assumption that they shared. Now, they've gone to the house of God. They've gone every year. Jesus is 12 years of age. They've gone every year to observe the Passover. I think about Mary as his mother. What a loving relationship she had with the baby. I was able to hold my grandbaby this week and what a blessing it was. And, and to watch my daughter as the mother just take that baby and, and just care for it. I thought about Mary, how she birthed the Lord Jesus, how she fed him, how she bathed him, how she comforted him, how she sheltered him, how she uh, nurtured him, how she felt his touch, how she heard his voice, how she knew his cry. Maybe she had to wipe his tear. She knew he was the son of God and that she was his mother. While she enjoyed him in her home, we enjoy him in our hearts. She had a relationship to the son of God. We have a relationship 
with the Son of God. And although Mary has relationship and she's teaching Jesus about God the Father and bringing him to the house of God for the Passover, when they start back home, they left him. They have a relationship, but they've lost contact. They have a relationship, but they've lost fellowship with Jesus. Did you know it's just very likely that though you're saved and you have a relationship with Jesus, it could happen to you that you've lost fellowship. Verse 43 says, when they had fulfilled the days, in other words, the entire Passover feast, their travel there of, 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 of a few days and spent the whole week there and now they're getting ready to come back home. They've fulfilled their days. They've fulfilled all their duties after spending time in worship, after spending time in the Word of God, being in the presence of God, getting all their things together, starting back for home, the Bible says that they, the, the child Jesus tarried in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. They supposing that he was with them in the company, they went a whole day's journey. In other words, they were not aware that Jesus was not with them. Jesus was left back in Jerusalem and they've gone a day's journey towards Nazareth. I'll never forget one year uh, that uh, on a Sunday morning there was a little girl when the service was over I was shaking hands and finished shaking hands and a little girl she came and she said Preacher Darren where's my mommy and my daddy? I think they've left me at church. I went on got on the phone and I called the mom and I said are, are y'all at home? Yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah. Everything's great. You're not missing anything? No. Did we leave something at church? Our Bible? No, we got our Bible. I said, is your husband home? Yeah. I said, can I talk to him? Sure. She called his name, brought him to the phone. I said, hey, brother, how you doing? Oh, preacher, that was a great sermon today. I said, are y'all home? He said, well, yeah. You want something? You just talk to her? Ain't y'all missing nothing? Well, no, not that we can think of. And I said, well, I have your daughter right here. She'd like to talk with you. They, as mom and dad, have a relationship with their daughter, but they lost contact with her. Mom drove a separate car thinking she would, that was with dad. Dad drove a separate car because he came to Sunday school. She didn't, and he thought she was with mom, and they left her in church and didn't even realize. Now, you may say, Preacher Aaron, that would never, ever happen to me. That's why I'm preaching this message to you. It's because you come to church and you worship and you pray and you sing, ain't it so great? And you go out of here saying, oh, we had a good time at church. And before you get out of the parking lot, you've lost contact and fellowship with Jesus. Hello? I'm just saying the assumption they share. Now understand, they're preoccupied. They're preoccupied with worship. They're preoccupied with the Word. They're preoccupied with getting all their things and going home. And their preoccupation, while it's harmless, calls them to forget His person. 
It's amazing the moment we walk out of here how quick we forget the truth that God has just given to us. I didn't know my mic's come loose. We forget that the, the truth that God has given to us. They're preoccupied as they head for home. You remember um, Martha and Mary invited Jesus to their house where Lazarus lived. And the Lord was there teaching and Mary sat at Jesus' feet. And Martha was in the kitchen serving. And the Bible said she was covered about much serving. And she said, Lord, bid my sister that she help me. In other words, she had relationship with Jesus, but she's lost fellowship because she's more intent on taking things at home than she is being at the feet of Jesus, listening and learning and loving his word. Hello? We sometimes, well, I suppose, I know Jesus is with me. Honey, do you acknowledge him in every area and aspect of your life? Or do you think it's just likely that you lose fellowship with him oftentimes in your life? Now, not only their preoccupation, their, their presumption. They went a whole day's journey before they missed him. Imagine going a whole day not knowing your child is with you. Notice with me, it was they who left the Lord and not the Lord that left them. Notice with me that it was those that are related to him that lost sight of him. It's just likely that you and I take for granted we're going to go to church, God will be there, we'll have a good service and go home. Don't just take it for granted. Bring him with you when you come in. Pray expecting God to do something. Take him with you when you leave. Amen. Get around. Get him at the dinner table with you. Spend the day with him. Commune with him at all single times. But oftentimes, they only went one day losing fellowship. Oftentimes, we may go a whole week. I've seen people go home, take their Bible, set it down, go the whole week. And go and say to their wife, Honey, have you seen my Bible? We're supposed to be going to church this morning. And the last time you was in the Word was last week when I read to you the Word of God. And you didn't even miss it all week long. Honey, I try to read it every single day of my life. Yeah, but you're the preacher. That's what we pay you. Honey, I was studying His Word before He called me to preach and I'll be studying His Word while I'm preaching, amen, and I want to study His Word every single day of my life. I cannot imagine going a whole day not speaking with Him and communing with Him and, and, and reading His Word. I can't imagine that. What about that? Now, here's the thing. If you're not careful, you'll lose fellowship with Jesus. You'll lose the acknowledgement the appreciation and the awareness of his presence. And it happens because of your assumption, because of your apathy, or because of your activity. Hear me. We have plenty of time for hobbies, recreation, entertainment, and careers. When was the last time you really sat down and read your Bible? When was the last time you really took time to get alone with God in prayer? The relationship is there, but your fellowship with him is lacking. 
Now, Preacher Darren, why did they lose track of him? It may not be because of some despicable act. They weren't laying drunk. They hadn't been off partying. It was just they were so busy. They were preoccupied and presuming things that they lost track with Jesus. Hear me this morning. Relationship is God's part. Fellowship is my part. My job is to maintain fellowship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is possible for this piano to get out of tune. In the house of God, under the good singing of good gospel songs, and it get out of tune. Just as much as that piano needs to be retuned, I'm telling you that you can likely get out of contact, get out of tune, get out of fellowship, and need to be retuned and redialed in to the things of God. And to be honest with you, I am burdened absolutely to death about it. We have become preoccupied. We just presume we're going to show up. Our preacher's going to preach. The choir's going to sing. Honey, we need you in the choir. We need you praying. We need you in Sunday school. We need you in the pew. We need you serving God. Don't just say it's somebody else's job. We need you getting involved in what God's doing. Amen, preacher Darren. Look what happened to them when they lost fellowship with Jesus. Number three, I want you to think about the anguish they suffered. Verse 45, when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem seeking him. Imagine mother, dad, the despair and the agony and the torment of not knowing where your child is at. Imagine not knowing where your grandchild is at. Just imagine that. They're devastated. They went to their company. They were with a group of friends. The women maybe went to the front. Uh, The men were kind of grouped up, maybe coming just a few seconds later. And the men folk thought that Jesus was with the women folk. And the, the child and the women folk thought that Jesus was back there with the man folk. And he wasn't with the women folk. And he wasn't with the man folk. And they got where they were going to camp out for the night. And they went looking for Jesus. And in their company, they couldn't find him. And they were grief stricken. Every step they took was filled with misery. They cannot really rest until they find him. They cannot make, hear me, hear me here. They cannot make progress going forward until they get back in fellowship with Jesus. This church will not go forward until you're in fellowship with Jesus. Your walk with God will not make progress until you're in fellowship with Jesus. Oh, but listen to me. I'm saved. What you so worried about? Honey, Mary was his mother and had a relationship with him but lost fellowship and was freaking her out, man. She was devastated. She was in anguish of soul. She was broken. Remember what she said? We saw thee sorrowing. She was broken because she could not find Jesus. Verse 44 
says they sought him among their kinsfolk and their acquaintances, and they found him not. They turned back to Jerusalem seeking him. Now they've gone to the city. Where is he at? Is he on the street corner? Is he in the marketplace? Is he down there at the Walmart? Is he at the grocery store? Bless God, where is he at? Is he down there with those that are selling fish? Is he down there with those that are selling baskets? Where is Jesus? They were looking everywhere through their company, through the city. And the Bible says, listen, they're determined. When, When they realized they lost contact with Jesus, they were determined to get back in fellowship immediately. They didn't say we'll worry about it next week. They didn't say we'll get in contact next month. Next year will be a good time to do it. They immediately turned back and started looking for Jesus. How far had they gone? One day's journey. Look with me what the Bible says. Verse 46, it came to pass that after three days they found him. They left him and one day it took them more time to get back than it did for them to get away. Well, preacher dear, and I just pray and boom, I'm in, I'm in perfect fellowship again. I don't think it happens just like that. Evidently it don't. It took them longer to get back to where they were than it did to get in the mess they were in. What about that? Number four, and I'll be done. There is the amazement that they showed. When they found him after three days, that's interesting, three days, right? He was raised again on the third day. They found him in the temple. And he was sitting in the midst. There he, you know where Jesus is? He's in the midst. He's in the midst of the doctors. He's hearing them and he's asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. Man, I'm telling you, the questions he was asking them was really putting them to the test. And it was amazing them. Verse 48, when they saw him, they were amazed. That's my point, the amazement that they showed. They were amazed. His mother said unto his son, I think she's, I'll be honest with you, I think Mary's a little irritated. She's a little upset. She's, have you ever lost your child in a store? And you say, get over here. Well, it's not that Jesus was disobedient like some of our children. I mean, mine, I've looked for them everywhere. They've run off to this and run off to that. I'll be honest with you. One time here on a Sunday, I mean on a Saturday we were having a working and Miss Gina drove a separate car than me because I got here earlier in the day and she said, don't forget Luke. I said, that's fine. But he had talked about going home with you. She said, well, he's actually going to go. And you guess what we did? She left him and I left him. And I got down the road and somebody called me and said, this is when Luke was little. And he said, preacher, y'all are gone and Luke's Luke's here running around and y'all have left Luke. I said, it'll be all right. They'll bring him back. (laughs) Hagel will keep him. But I'm telling you, there's been times you've just about lost your own youngins in a store or doing whatever and it was freaking you out, y'all. And here they've come back and they found Jesus in the house of God in the midst. And she said, she's irritated. He's not disobedient, but she's upset. Son, 
Why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I, we have sought thee sorrowing. Now the Bible says, you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. Look what he said to her. This, this is the first recorded words of Jesus in all of Scripture. Before he ever performed a miracle, before he lived a sinless life, before he healed a blind man and raised the dead, and before he went to the cross. Listen to what he said. How is it that you sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? Now he kind of, think about what she had just said. Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Your father and I, your father, your father and I, Joseph was his stepfather, his earthly parent figure. Your father and I saw thee. Jesus corrected that pretty quick. He said, wist you not that I must be about my father's business? Now from that point on, Mary, look, look with me. She didn't understand it, but she took that boy home with her back to Nazareth. My Bible, y'all young people listen to me. You ain't gonna like what I'm gonna tell you. He was subject unto them. He did what they said. He was obedient to mama's voice and daddy's commands. He had the right attitude. He, he, listen, he didn't just pout, do it and pout about it. He did it with pleasure. He, he, it was his pleasure to do what his mom and daddy said. And he increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. I'm ask you a question. I'm going to be done here. Have you lost sight of Jesus? Oh no, preacher Darren, I said, have you lost contact with him? Have you lost fellowship with him? There was a missionary. Her name was Mrs. Henderson. She was a missionary to a Hindu nation. And one day she was sitting on the front porch of the hospital in Dufferin. And a lady that was a devout Hindu passed her by. And the lady had her Bible. And when she, the missionary did, when she held up her Bible to try to witness to her, a picture fell out of her Bible. It was a picture of Jesus knocking at the door, painted by Holman Hunt. The Hindu lady picked it up and said, what is this picture? Who is this of? She said, well, nobody really knows what he looks like, but this was Holman Hunt's depiction of Jesus standing at the door, knocking. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock, and whoever will open the door, I will come in with him and sup with him. And she began to witness to the Hindu lady, but the Hindu lady didn't get saved. Sometime later in the winter time, the, the missionary had a burden to go see that lady. She went up and walked up to her door, and the door, y'all, was propped open at her house. The cold, bitter wind was blowing and bellowing all through that house. So she thought, this is weird. She knocked on the wall, and the lady walked up, and she said, why is your door propped open in the middle of the winter? She said, I thought that maybe today your Savior might come by and knock on my door, and I wanted him to know that he was welcome to come in my house. Though she hadn't got saved yet, she was getting ready to invite him in. 
And that little lady, she stepped in there, Miss Henderson did, and started telling her even more clearly. And that Hindu lady dropped her Hindu religion and she bowed her knees to the Lord Jesus Christ and asked him to forgive her sins and to save her soul. And that day, Jesus Christ became her Savior and she had relationship and she began to fellowship with Jesus. Unto God, if I could just say to you that every day, my fellowship with him is what it ought to be. I want to fellowship with him more and more closely than I've ever fellowshiped with him in all my life. I have such a burden. Not My burden is not just for you to be in fellowship with Christ, but that I would be in greater fellowship. And if I could be in greater fellowship, that you would be in greater fellowship with Jesus. Don't. Lose sight of Jesus. It's easily done. And you may very well do it before the service is even, after we dismiss, before you even get off the grounds. You've already lost all aspect and all acknowledgement of Jesus Christ. You stand to your feet. That's the message God's laid on my heart. Brother Seth, there might be one, two people, I don't know. You'd come and say, Preacher Darren, you got me. Oh, the Lord's got me. Oh, I want to be in fellowship. I have relationship, but I want to be in fellowship, better fellowship than I've ever been before. More fellowship now than I had this morning. More fellowship than I had when I walked in this building. My desire, I see it, Preacher Darren. I get so busy and I get so many cares on my mind and I'm trying to do the things that I need to do but I want to take time this morning to bow and say, God, would you help me? I want to be in better fellowship with you. Lord God, I pray this morning that it will be the desire of every soul here to be in better fellowship with God. But the devil's fought me. He said those people don't care. They don't care one thing about it. And you just go ahead. I'm going to preach it anyway. If it hair lips the devil, I'm telling you, we need to be in greater fellowship than we've ever been before. For this morning, it is my desire to please you and to be in fellowship with you greater than ever before. Forgive me of the times that I've been way too busy. Lord, I have a busy life, a lot of responsibilities. And God, I'm not excusing it, I'm admitting it. And those responsibilities oftentimes hinder my fellowship, my acknowledgement, my contact with Jesus. Oh God, help us, Lord, never to be filled with the cares of this life so busy that we forget to acknowledge, that we forget to fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I want to have vision, sight, acknowledgement of communion of Jesus in my life. And God, not just for me. Lord, I'm desiring it for this entire people. God, I stand this morning before you and I ask you, God, would you fill our hearts with love? God, would you fill our hearts with your spirit? God, would you fill us with desire and expectation for the things of God? God, would you do for us what only you can do? Help us, Lord, I pray in Jesus' precious name.